Hello and welcome back to the Figcast Extra episode 11 and as always I am joined by the wonderful Sporting Panda. How are you doing mate? I'm good. Good evening to you and uh, good evening to the fans out there. <laughs> hope, you're all, hope you're all doing well yes. at this difficult time. We hope everyone is doing well. <laughs> what have you been up to recently? I've been eating a lot of tinned fruit. Uh, well... It seems to be a bit of a staple in the Panda household. We have a cupboard of tinned fruit in and didn't really have a lot of tinned fruit before lockdown. But why not? I don't know if it's healthy for you. That's a question because a lot of it comes in syrups. I just had some mandarin segments in syrup before the show. That's, that's the preserve energy. them, isn't it? Um, it's got to be, right? To stop? Yeah, because if you cut up an apple, the oxygen turns it brown doesn't it that's that's an oxide that oxidization mm-hmm. uh, chemistry 101 so, from panda and fig <laughs> yeah, yeah there you go so i mean been a lot of tinned fruit which can cause gastric issues so <laughs> you don't want to overdo it but um apart from apart from that it's been a fairly quiet week i think mm, have, mm. have you been holding up in this uh you're working hard i i am i am still yeah. working uh, I, I guess blessed in in some respects that I can do my job from mm. home and remotely. Mm. A lot of people mm. don't have that privilege, so I guess I am lucky. And then obviously, with the fig, the show must go on. Um, I mean, That's it's true. it's one of those things, isn't it? It's got we, everyone's just got to keep plodding along until until normality begins to resume. But we we don't. It's, know an, it's another th- it's another three weeks. Dominic Raab just uh, stated about fifteen minutes ago. What did it, another three weeks of this lockdown? lockdown. I believe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they'll keep just reevaluating, but realistically, um, those death numbers have got to reduce drastically before we, they can even consider it, can't they? Mm, mm, um, yeah, unfortunately so. But yeah, lockdown is um, my daily routine is similar. It's just that there's no sport to like. Nothing's really changed for me, but but everything's changed. At have the same you, have you been betting on anything outside of? You know, on FI, I mean, I don't know what markets there are, really. Well, there's Marble Racing has some markets. Uh, has it actually got some markets? I believe mar- Marble Racing is, yeah, has some. And uh, I've been watching some of the, the Grand Prix. Marbula won. Um, <laughs> just anything to see people competing. Well, not, it's not people, is it? They're entities. They're little circle balls, marbles. Um, but that's been that's been watching that. Uh, it's, no, no, I haven't placed a bet in anger, no. I did eye up... Um, I looked at uh, Rishi Sunak to be next Prime Minister odds after his great speech, you know, but no, it's all been very quiet, to be honest. Oh, I'll tell you something, I'll tell you something quickly before we get on with things. Good thing, uh, five, 5K charity race. Have you yes, seen this? Yeah, I have, I have. I- I've signed up for it. Um, obviously, you don't want to abuse your hour out a day, so you can't be training outside of that. I wouldn't endorse that. But it's from at McBride Borough. And he's organised uh, Charity 5K. It's all for a very, very good cause. We've got a month to record our times on Strava or Runtastic and uh, post it. So I'm doing it. A few others are. So if you want to uh, join and donate something to charity and a good cause, then talk to at McBride Borough. Mm, nice little plug so, there for a good cause. Yeah, I haven't run in 19 months. So I think <laughs> it gives me an excuse to kind of try and dust off the old running shoes. <laughs> Um, what was I going to say? I saw Uncle Richard tweet something about his his daughter. Yeah, I uh, haven't been involved in that, I'm afraid. But I believe that she's seen the success of her father and the, you know, the um, I don't know, the chemical. I don't know what he's been buying with his money, to be fair. But clearly she, she wants to um, have a little dabble with it, I suppose, £500. I don't know how much she's put in, but I believe that she has joined Football Index, yes. <laughs> Slowly, mm. slowly working around your uh, family, aren't you? <sighs> yeah, as long as it's legal. I'm, assu- I'm <laughs> it assuming is, it is, isn't it? Is, it, it to have multiple yeah. accounts? Yeah, well, I mean, you know. Not, I mean, sorry, I haven't got multiple accounts, came that wrong, but, you know, different in, in, addresses, I know what you mean, different in same, people. In the same household, like if they, like if they, good, mm. in the same household, they can have, yeah, as long as it's individuals, you can have different, you know. Can he you? can have a account yeah. and his daughter can have an account and her yeah. her daughter can have one if if so be it. Under but... under one roof. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Oh, right. Because you could be taking advantage of deposit bonuses, couldn't you? Uh, I mean, feasibly, but uh, I mean, there'd have to be some kind of. I mean, yeah. FI would have to do their their kind of due diligence if certain amount of deposits go in and so forth. Mm-hmm. And so forth. if I mean, it'd be uh, pretty obvious. 
to see if something dodgy was going on. That's right. true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, good point. And I'll say another thing. How's my sound today? You are sounding like uh, a Radio 1 anchor. Great, because I've got lots of messages from the fans out there. Did you actually? Said to me, yeah, they've just said to me, you're right in and out. Sounds like you're in a bathtub. And it wasn't until I listened back. I don't listen back to myself too much. I thought, this is sabotage from my partner in crime. I think I felt like I was being purposely held back by you. So I've, uh, yeah. What, we fixed you up, didn't we? Yeah, you've been very kind and opened up your knowledge of how to use a Yeti microphone. So here I am. So hopefully <laughs> although, it's not too Although, to, to, to be totally honest, you were telling me about your fan last week. Yeah. The, the, the Dyson Hot. The one that cool, I, I, hot, yeah. I couldn't hear it mm. when we were recording. But when I listened back, I heard it a little bit. But obviously it was it's too late to, to do anything about it then, uh, unfortunately. Okay. But uh, here we are. And enough about fans. Yeah. Uncle Richard yep. and, and oh, so on and, and so and forth. And tin fruit. Let's uh, move on. And <laughs> tin fruit. The market's doing pretty well with oh, football, isn't it? Crikey. I mean, we did say, to be fair to us, we were very vocal, both of us, along with lots of other good accounts, that this could be the making of Football Index. And this was a time that they could capitalise with no other sport on um, or no other betting avenues. Not actually in my wildest dreams did I foresee this level of... Um, I guess, cash inflow to the market. I mean, we're now running, let me bring this up. So index track at FI market cap from the 8th of April to the 15th of April, we've gone up. Uh, well, we're, we're at a market cap, he believes, of 113.9 million. Wow. And he shows that we went down to about 101 or a 100.4. So That's something like that, yeah, 100-ish. So looking at 13, 14 million pounds in the last, what, few weeks? Which is staggering to me. Mm, 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 for sure, for sure. I just wanted to say two things. Yeah. Something's just pop up, popped up on my sure. timeline, right? I've just seen that apparently in Nevada, the state of Nevada, yeah. professional gamblers are now able to pick up unemployment checks. That's interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I don't know much about mm. the Nevada state. And, um, and how that, Neither and, do I, and how I that just works. It was interesting. That's really interesting, yeah. yeah technically, yeah. I, I could sign on, couldn't I? Well, I mean, you don't live in Nevada, but technically, oh. if you were living out there, then yeah. sure. But well, I, could, I could go down to my local borough. <laughs> yeah, uh, inquire, inquire. The other article that I mm. saw, this is actually from the FT, and obviously, we need to the caveat that Football Index is by no means an investment platform, but it's definitely. Um, uh, a way of making money mm. if you use it right mm. uh, it is a gambling platform um there has been a surge in investment accounts opening in the uk plat in on uk platforms mm. uh, and this is specifically mostly in kind of like digital players the likes of free trade um trading 212 i'm sure you yeah, i'm sure you've seen that around yeah. but that's that's really that's interesting isn't it panda i think that's great yeah uh, when we were talking about this a month and a bit ago we there was a lot of people talking about like um uh, oh football's gonna end and cripple so uh, mm, you know mm, uh, mm. companies that have anything to do with football mm. loads of financial companies gonna be in ruin turns out that a lot of these companies are seeing kind of record signups mm. in march which mm. is really interesting well more more disposable income so i painted a picture in my head of people being at home so i'm just gonna sneeze <coughs> don't worry it's not covid um people sitting at home watching the media charts having more time to investigate football index, use the data products, potentially more disposable income with less kind of cinema trips, restaurants, travel to work. So I did think we'd see a bit of a bump, but that is interesting in terms of other digital investment platforms as well. Not that this is an investment platform, it's gambling. I hate, I guess it's a pet peeve of mine as well, like it's probably yours. It really is. You know, this really is anything is. but investing, but at the same time, um, yeah, that's, that's, makes sort of sense to me i think the two one two whether it lasts the um the kind of the uh, the investment side of things for people do you know the other thing i've never known so many people to talk about buying dips which is i don't know if it's mm. ominous or not like casual in terms of actual markets yes yeah, sorry so this is financial markets some of my whatsapp groups with people that don't know much at all about finance are saying wow the footsie's down to like 5040 was seven and a half thousand that looks like quite the dip i'm going to buy the dip hmm. and it's bizarre isn't it like it, it, it really it, is you got people that don't necessarily what, understand what they're investing in but they're very happy well it's because it's it, i'll tell you why to some extent in 2008 you didn't have 
democratise investing. It was completely localised within brokers and financial institutions. Like for me and you, we'd probably have to um, we'd have to either go through a broker on you know via email or whatever, or or use kind of like a Hargreaves Lansdowne account, which charges you like fifteen quid per trade. One of those. With these new kind of commission-free stockbroking apps, it is why or like you know the likes of Acorns, Money Bucks that kind of round up your savings and so on and so forth to put them into into stocks and shares. ISA. It is. It has what it has done. It has meant that actually a lot more retail investors they don't have power over the markets, but it's kind of seeping in. That kind of um, you know the, the, the democratization of investing, I guess. But do, I mean, do you mean that it is, it is reaching? It's reaching the the potentially the common man, like you know me, more more so. It's more. It's more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? More accessible I mean, I mean, to someone like me. You could you could sign up to one of these apps and be buying stocks by the time we finish this podcast. Yeah, I see. What like you, mean. you you couldn't do that. Right, I didn't ago. know that. There was just too much, and also one of the so a couple of the other things. One is, as you said, the disposable income. The other is time. People have time oh, yeah, as you yeah, said, to yeah, look yeah, at data yeah. products, but people now have time to look at companies, research them, and be like, oh, mm. I kind of I kind of like that. Mm, so mm. yeah, it's, I, I just wanted to kind of raise that as an as an interesting very, point because very valid. although we've all been very surprised by FI's brilliant performance as a market it's not that financial markets have done really well but we've seen an interest in normal financial markets and i wonder if if i look at that and say well actually could we actually could we persuade people to take some percentage of that money and, and put it into fi but yeah, let, yeah. let's let's see what happens yeah in the coming months. but it, it's it's just i think it'll be the making of it and i think we're in a really really good place moving forward so um not that we were before but i think if anyone had any any slight reservations i think this has galvanized the market and um people um should be optimistic and we haven't even got a date for football returning yet have we we don't so. we don't but um I, I guess the the league that looks most likely to start mm. we've got some good news and some bad news i guess in the last week one today was about the spanish fa maybe looking at voiding the season did you see that i read the tweet but what, what i what i took away from it was that all they've said all they've said is if they cancel it these are the teams that would qualify uh-huh. for europe they haven't got it gone beyond that have they i don't believe they've just kind of said look no. this is what would happen which maybe you could argue to me you could say panda well that shows they're kind of uh, toying with the idea but you know i i thought they were going to be thinking about potential other avenues anyway so i'm not i'm not sure that changes anything too much for me but notable i don't think it changes anything from a fi standpoint if spain came out and stopped their season mm-hmm. today then they would probably be looking at obviously starting the next season in august like i don't for me it's not really about finishing these seasons or when it next starts it's just about when football comes back so i i have kind of been on record haven't i for the last few podcasts still as an august man yeah uh, and maybe I, creep yeah. maybe creeping into late july yeah and I, i've been a, a june the 13th man haven't i <laughs> nail on the head yeah. yeah um the other league on the flip side to what Spain have come out and said today with is Germany. I yep. suppose they yep. seem the closest and we've kind of seen that in the market with the likes of, I suppose, Sane, if he goes to, to Bayern Munich, um, uh, I don't know how that would work in terms of him transferring during this time. Marcus Turam, uh, we've seen a few others. Uh, I think it was definitely a, a strategy of people buying Germany in anticipation of the Bundesliga returning because we had Serge Gnabry as well, didn't we? Alfonso yeah, Davis, we spoke about last week, um, Rashica, um, or Rashica rather. So, yeah, there's been quite a few Bundesliga players start to creep up in anticipation. Brocalo at Wolfsburg. Mm-hmm. I've got in front of me yeah, here, yeah. it's quite interesting. I've got on index gain, I've got the um, 30 day price movements, and this is the absolute value pound change. This isn't percentage, but there are an awful lot of German players in there. Nkuku at Leipzig. Mm, yeah. So uh, DRB as well, yeah, I think from Leverkusen, yeah, he's flown yeah. up, hasn't he? So that's definitely happened. Um, I mean, even Harla- Harland. Yeah, Harland has gone up. How much has he gone up? Fifty nine pence in the last thirty days. Yeah. Hmm. The top four. Do you want to have a guess quickly at the four biggest risers of the last Nkunku? thirty days? He's in fifth place. In terms of percentage. Or no, pence? sorry. Pounds and pence. Pounds and pence. There's four more than Nkunku. Yeah, Nkunku in the last. N- N- 30 days has gone up 70 pence, 70p. There are okay, four so players that have gone up by a greater uh, value. Gnabry? No. Alfonso Davies? No. 
What? Yeah, I know. This is yeah. Um, let me keep guessing. This is annoying. Uh, this just shows that nothing is prepped for this show. No, it <laughs> does. Who else is in Germany? Uh, no. Oh shit! No, no, no. Sorry. Not German players only. This oh sugar. I've just said it's Bundesliga players. No, right? any players that have got Oh any players. Yeah, right. sorry, sorry. I oh, thought, bloody hell. Sorry. Uh pounds and pence. Uh, Who have been the four biggest risers over the last month? Uh Sancho. Sancho's been up uh, gone up one pound seventy two. So he's in which top place? Number one. First place so over the last of, month. Top of the tree. Top of the, top tree. Of the tree. Mbappe. Third place, ninety four pence. Okay, all right, I'm getting closer. Uh, who else? Nah, it's not. It's not Trent. Yes, Trent's gone up seven, it is seventy-five Trent. pence in the last month. Wow! So the last one must be. Is it Harry Kane? It's not. No, he's not even on my oh. page. Oh, poor guess. Rashford. Rashford. Well done. Yeah, shows yes, you are the leader it. of the FI community. That's quite good got knowledge. It, Rashford's it. gone up one pounds, one pence, and we we've touched wow. upon a lot of these players over the last few shows haven't we but some one player who i wanted to ask you about because you might i think you know more than me he's in first second third fourth he's in sixth place in terms of his absolute rise do you have any idea who that would be he's a non-pv <laughs> uh, player doesn't play in a p is it, is it trincao he's french francisco mm. trincao he's mm. um so for those of you that don't know which i'm sure everyone does listening he's signed for uh barca Yep. he's gone up 70p what do you i don't know what what are your thoughts on that rise um and what was it I, mean, I think he probably he looks like a good player um statistically he's also quite good my thing is that if you're going to barcelona your path to dividends as a player like him is probably not amazing he'd have to have like a blockbuster season to do like let me let me try and uh flip it on its right. head what scenario for you as a, as a trader yep. would you need to buy and hold for like three months if he's at barcelona that's a good question um i may need the trigger of a spate of injuries I'm, I would need to see clear minutes. Well, I guess there's two paths, isn't there, right? I can either buy because I believe everyone else is going to buy. Or I can buy because I believe there's intrinsic value over his dividends and do my own calculations. And yeah, a whole flurry of injuries occur. And that puts him into a starting role where he can show, showcase his talents over 90 minutes. So yeah, what about you? I'm, I'm keen on your answer there. I, I I think that he could very well go down the Danny Olmo path where he uh, looks like a lot of people are hyping him and uh, he does really well, maybe right at the start of his Leipzig career. I think he showed a couple of flashes. He's been in and out of the side uh, since then. Um, or or he, he could go on and, and do really, really well. But for him to do really well on the index, he'd have to start. And I, I can't, I don't, ha- you know, is, who's going to get dropped out of that front three? None of them. Um, so, you know, and and you've got a squad there of Messi, Suarez, um, uh, Griezmann, obviously. You've got still Dembele. You've got Fatty. Um, so there, there is a lot of competition there. But, I mean, to try and add some positivity to it, to try and be balanced, if he did do well, then I think the the rise would be far bigger than like a Danny Olmo doing well at Leipzig, if that makes sense. Like Do I you think, think if, that, though? If Danny Olmo... Yeah, I think so. I'm, I, I, think, I, think, I think you'd see like a, a, a kind of Vinicius run hmm. in terms of like being at a big club hmm. and, and doing really well. So I, I think if he did... Or even, even you could compare him slightly to Fatty, but that's a bit different. But if he did really well, I think his rise would be bigger than, so, than someone like Olmo. You see, I disagree with that because we've got two... For the new listeners out there, as, as you know, the player's price ultimately is, is made up of um, a layer of, I guess, IPD initially, but more longer term, it's per performance buzz dividends and media buzz dividends. Now, I would argue if Danny Olmo starts setting the world alight at Leipzig for a year or two, he then has a, a transfer saga potentially in his story arc, and that could be linked to the Premier League. 
So you may get some some media buzz potentially coming off of that. Whereas if uh, Trincao goes and puts in a couple of years of stellar work, that just cements him to Barca more, doesn't it? So under the current rules of the game, where the Premier League, in from a media perspective, is a more dominant force, I think Olmo could explode equally. I mean, hmm. Hmm. I don't know how or why Olmo has worked himself into this conversation, no. but it's it's gone on to be some very good conversation. <laughs> I just think that's the way to look at it, isn't it? But I mean, Trincao as well. I don't know how much do you think he rose. So in the football index community. I think we've got a lot of good accounts that have popped up that run models. So we've got, well, F.I. Ben is the leader of the pack, I think, uh, who I really <laughs> like. But there's Kay Brown, who, who runs the YouTube channel. Uh, out, Big out, shout out to Yeah, Brown. I love Kay Brown. Alpha Chaser, who I don't know much about, so I can't comment about how good that stuff is. But I endorse the first two. We've got Alpha Chaser. There's uh, loads of others. You can look around. But tricky for me to rely on models just alone because... I used to audit financial models and it's like shit in, shit out. And <laughs> it's based a lot on the assumptions, isn't it? That feed into it. But where I'm going with this is that there is a, a football, I don't know if it's a football index guy, but there is a, there was a piece of statistical data analysis work done. And did you see it? And Trincao was literally off the page. It was the Have non, it was the non top five, like under 23 wingers or something, something like that. Wasn't like it? that yeah. Cause I think Marlon was the, the stump of the Dutch guys, but yeah, so I don't know how much... I guess where I'm going with that, my question to you, do you believe that um, that models and the FI community are causing rises on players? Uh, I think there's going to be people sending each other, um, you know, some of these stats. And on the eye, some of them look very pretty. How they translate as actual FI holds is... is absolutely unknown and to just use like a random model and, and say that is now a really good player and has a lot of value is, would, be, would be silly like having no context to that i think would be would be quite uh would be quite stupid but i mean look like prices rise prices fall long term these players are gonna have to do a lot more than just sit pretty on charts to for them to go up significantly aren't yeah they? yeah there's, a, there's another account out there that's followed a lot um at marton bala one He's got a score sheet of, it looks to me like under 23 uh, forward options. Um, and I always look at the top five names on it. And that gives me a kind of sense check of how, how good the, the chart is. But um, yeah, it's got some good names. I'm not going to read them out because I'll be accused of pumping probably. But Who, who are uh, they? Go on. Um, let's ignore number one because we all know who that is. Should I try and guess oh, them again? Go on, quick guess. These, I believe these are... So give me, give me the category right, again. These are wing forwards under wing forwards or are they forwards i thought you said yeah forwards. but i'm looking at the names i think he's done it on wide forwards under 23 so so harland wouldn't be one of them no no it's not number nine so. okay so it's wide uh so you got you said there was someone from zenit there right no no uh, i didn't i said the top one was obvious maybe ignore him because we'll get accused you must know. oh yeah. sancho of so course sancho sits yeah. number one um uh bloody I don't know if you get interesting. No, it's quite interesting to be fair. Who else is up there? Wing forward youngster. It does is Mbappe in that category? No, no. No, no, no. no. Um Oh bloody hell, this is hard. Yeah. This is really hard. Go on, yeah. go on, go on. Put me in Cuckoo, he's got a two. Yeah. He's got Hudson yeah, yeah. at three. Ooh, yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? I think people have judged him harshly with that injury history. Got Rashford at four, and Harvey Barnes at five. <sighs> yeah, but but there's yeah, a lot of other. I mean, but you know, it's very arbitrary. You know, it's difficult with these models. I think, but they do add some good insight and debate into the uh, communities. I'm all for them. Mm, mm. Well, let's let's move mm. on. Let's move on. Uh, we've talked. We've talked to Trinkau. We've talked Germany players. Uh, I'm just going to plug the Athletic before cool. we move on. So obviously, this this episode is sponsored by the Athletic. Uh, you can head over to their uh, website, uh, useathletic.co.uk/fig if you want 50% off your annual subscription. Um, they're writing amazing articles. They're basically the go-to place if you want to learn kind of what's going on with football right now, who's going to come back first, etc. And it's only £2.49 a month if you go for the annual, annual deal. Any of those uh, tin fruits costing you more than £2.49? No, they're all relatively Panda? cheap. So oh, uh, I'm trying to think, look around me, what's what's cost more than two? I'm scanning the home office here and... Uh, 
I don't even think I've made any purchases this week. Mm. No. Mm. Apparently, the I know I'm going off a massive tangent mm. here. Voting for the PFA Player of the Year has been suspended. Has it? That's a shame. So apparently, there might be no winner since the first time. That's a shame. In uh, 1973. I tell you what, I want to talk about quickly, just to cut Go you on. off there, because I've just noticed it. Sancho has had two flash crashes. I think, like yesterday, he crashed by quite a chunk, and then he quickly flipped up again. I've just what, what do you what what do you think this is, is it happening? I just literally logged in to see what the next topic of the conversation was, and Sancho is now twelve pound forty nine. <laughs> um, it's it, the thing is without instant sell, I think you, you're going to see a lot of these things. This, you're gonna see this big is Tom Fuller, isn't it? Ah, oh, you know, look, it's the index. Yeah. Anything can happen. Yeah. Anything can happen. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about what do I want to talk about actually? I've forgotten what I wanted to talk about. I don't. Now. I think we're struggling. There's not a lot. Not struggling, but it's been a very calm, enjoyable week. We spoke about market dynamics and the players. I tell you what, we could. What I could just say on that before you find your next train of thought, the the players that are rising, uh, feel very logical to me. It's weird isn't it? because no football's on. Someone there's a quote that there's no present, so we're kind of buying the future. I think that makes sense. Like there's no opportunity cost. People aren't worried about. Who's going to score a hat trick, and are they missing out on a massive rise um, from a PB opportunity? So the buyers look fairly logical, and I would say the under twenty-five market feels. I feel there's a clear trend developing in front of our eyes. A lot of the risers list do feel young, and and some of them have been non-PB specific. I think we saw yeah. um, obviously Trincao, Slobos, Soboslai, Soboslai. Yeah, there mm. we go. Um, a lot of these guys, right? Uh, Gravenbreck as well. Uh, the guy oh, from yeah, Ajax. Yeah, yeah. Gravenbreck. Uh, Gravenbreck. Yeah, whatever. How you ever use pronounce his name? There's, there's that kind of trend. I think that many trend the, and then we we talked about the the centre forwards kind of rising, led by Lautaro Martinez, I believe, uh, and then Victor Osimhen as well rising. So all those kind of young strikers also rising in that category, just waiting to be linked to to, to some. Premier League team, I suppose. What has been the instigate? I, I understand the Germany one. What has been the instigator for those other two trends? The kind of under 25 mm, non PB mm. and then the under 25 I, striker. Yeah, category. yeah. I think we're I think we're all playing a game of comparative value. Not that that's a bad thing necessarily, but I think we've covered that on a on a previous episode. But I feel on the number nine centre forward market, Latauro winning a batch of dividends for the potential move to City. Chelsea and Barca, I think he got linked with. He's now pushed up, uh, Lataro Martinez has pushed up to about £3.70. And I think that's made a lot of other strikers look cheap. So I think Gabriel um, Jesus or Jesus has has risen. And then you've got someone like Marcus Tram today who's risen. So there's been a lot of kind of cascading um, and kind of joining the prices up. And then I look at Lee, uh, Leroy Sane, 36p, crikey, in the last 24 hours. I think that's potentially caused by the, the Gnabry rise at Bayern. So I think there's a lot of that going on in the market at the moment. Yeah, there is. Uh, well, I mean, it's 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 one of those things, isn't it? Like, it's, it's to your point about the future. You, you're kind of looking at who is going to be the next breakout kind of riser for whatever reason whether it's like an mb run mm, a transfer mm. or getting back to football so people are just trying to pick up these loose variables and try and trade on them and it's hard mm. it's 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 really tough and sometimes because the market's so thin it, it only takes a few I, buys i'll tell you what i've trend. noticed that a lot yeah it's because i don't use it i've said this before but a lot of people use the index gain notification setting so they get a, a they get a notification on their phone if a player rises by say five percent i think a lot of us sit there with a watch list and we can be triggered like fear of missing out can cause us to jump on a rise and then that snowballs and that triggers other people. So you do get that a lot of the time, I think, on uh, on buyers. This this seems a clear trend to me in the market at the moment. Will it last? Probably not. You know, we'll probably move on to another area when football returns. Um, well, historically, that's what's happened. But uh, trend trading, I spoke about that before. I don't tend to try and do it. There's a few big accounts that are not big accounts, a few vocal accounts that love to trade trends but i think it can get you into a lot of bother so all it takes is all it takes is mistiming a couple and then the toys come out of the pram and you start blaming other people for your losses i mean it's it's definitely fun isn't it what watching the meltdowns uh no, <laughs> no uh when you when you trade those uh those trends correctly yeah it's all well and good but 
it's just takes like one or two full steps and you can undo a lot of hard work. You know, like there was a few people that said there wouldn't be a dividend increase in September, October. And we're very, very vocal about that and came across as all powerful and all knowledgeable. And they were caught with their pants down because there was a, uh, a dividend increase. And when you get a dividend increase, who rises? Well, the top end and the dividend winners. And it's very difficult to sell a lot of the lower end and quickly get up to the top within a few days if you need to on a dividend announcement. So that's why I've always been an advocate of trying to kind of spread yourself around and, and be agile on the mm. market. Mm. Mm. Well, I think with 30 minutes in, it's probably time to get Go through on. one or uh, like maybe 10 of your a gajillion questions that, that have been you, you, posed you've done, to you, you've, Panda. You've stuck that past me. You've done a Q&A, didn't you, this weekend? On your, you're, you're being interviewed, uh, aren't you, by somebody? Uh, I, I did, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, uh, I've had the old man Liam. I was going to get you to do it, but then I thought if I if people hear your voice three times I think row, it blurs the lines. They'll go yeah, nuts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how many questions <laughs> did you get? On your show, come in. Uh, phew, um, oh, maybe maybe twenty. Or so oh, so there you go, twenty-nine for us. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean you're a, you're a far more popular man no. than, than I. No. Uh, who's going first? Uh, let me bring up the tweet. Let's rattle through these. Do you want to set the time? Uh, do you want to set the time of this? While week? you, uh, why not? Mm. What are we going for? Fifteen? Mm, yeah, we can try. Let's go for fifteen. Um. Right, I'm going to start the uh, the timer in three, two, one. All right, uh, EJ Footy Index. Love the show, guys. What one thing could FI announce within reason that would put the most rockets on this thing with their next announcement? Oh, sugar. Potentially locking down... PB matrix or media matrix for the new season and giving us some clarity on that because I think a lot of money is uh, is waiting to pile in if we knew things weren't going to change and they offered us some stability I think they'd see quite a positive result out of it mm. you um, I've been thinking recently that they might be able to extend the deposit bonus um, I don't know how much rockets that would bring but what I think they could maybe do something like extend it another two or three weeks see maybe if some football comes back and maybe if you've already maxed it out you can you can round it up to 10 percent or something like that you know you can spend another x and get 10 percent on the whole thing i don't know um that maybe i don't i think they should probably be quite cautious more than aggressive at this point just because and i know and i know we talked earlier about that kind of like multiple investment account kind of thing happening i don't think those companies have put too much advertising out there i don't think they've been aggressive in their marketing they've just happened to be caught on this wave if that makes sense fi i think um they need to think about the long term and i think uh, position themselves as a company that can be stable not only for the, the near term during this crisis but in two to three years okay good answer um lb have you noticed a change of the content on the twitter timeline since lockdown and if so has it changed the types of players that have been rising? Uh, yeah, less pumping. Mm, I mm. mean, there's people who you'd usually see every other minute not tweet mm. for ages. So um, it's... Uh, Do you think that's played in then to the, the, the buyers that are going through? Um, I, I think uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. It's obviously a lot more difficult to sell someone who's like 45p yeah. and um doesn't have a game tomorrow mm. do you know what i mean mm. like you're going to be waiting a long time to sell a player like that whereas a sancho uh you know we talked about ganabri and davies it's like them, yeah. they're actually quite liquid yeah they are like they they're are actually liquid. some of them some of them are more liquid than than they usually are yes like without the crisis which yeah. is which is crazy to think isn't mm. it so mm. i don't know what about yeah, you I, have you noticed i think anything? i think that's i think your answer's fair i agree with it i agree with it i think pumping is a whole topic maybe we can do another week i mean you know, how, how i see that is that all of our twitter profiles generally speaking we're on there to give our opinions and advertise our own players so i don't think there's anything wrong with pumping and you know that word alone i mean we all do it i think the issue is and why i'd recommend no one buys off tips is because you don't know when the other person's selling you know like we might come there might be some questions for us like who would we buy but i can say at this current stage i like marcus Turam. you know i'll be honest i bought him today but people out there just blindly following that don't know when I plan to sell him. So it's a very dangerous game. 
Um, so I, I tend to, when I talk on Twitter, I tend to kind of promote players I'm holding for a long time. You know, I'm making loads of buyers in the background, but the difference is I'm selling them in a, in a relatively short window and I wouldn't advertise a player that I plan to sell. That's, to me, the line between some of the, the, the accounts that I, I don't particularly have a lot of time for. But, um, but anyway, I agree with you on your answer anyway. <laughs> agreement, mm. agreement. Uh, what have I got? I like this one from Soccer Index, oh, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. You are Newcastle's new CEO, right? A blank budget. <laughs> You've got blank budget to sign a new starting eleven and a budget manager. I'm, I think eleven's too much. Give me yes. five non-Champions League okay. players that you'd yeah. buy. Eleven. This bloody manager. stupid question and, asking for eleven. And, <laughs> he knows his quick-fire questions. I said it in the title. Go on. Right. Five. Um, right. I'm going to bring Rafa Benitez back because I think he had a connection with the fans as my manager. And then you're going to bring him. Yeah, back? I'm going to bring okay. him back. And then five players. I'm going to sign. I'm going to have Odegaard, Martin Odegaard. He's not in the Champions League, is he? Mm. I mean, he will be next year, but not this year. He wasn't, right? Yeah, okay, all right. I love Martin Odegaard. I think he's going to dominate football for the next decade. I'm going to bring him in. Uh, Blank checkbook. I'm going to try and pluck Mason Greenwood out of United. (laughs) Um, I'm probably going to have a flyer and see if I can get Gabriel um, Jesus out of City. So Jesus to, to lead the line. And then I've got to go for Sancho. Out of Manchester City. Oh, shit. This is non-Champions League. Sorry. (laughs) Greenwood. Erdegaard. Oh, sugar. Uh, Non-Champions League off the top of my head. Do you want to name three while I think? I'm I'm going to go for... uh, I'm going to go realistic ones. Right, so I'm not going to go go around with silly silliness like you with Greenwood and and all that jazz. Um, I, <laughs> I'm going to go for um, I'd probably go for the uh, the chap. Uh, oh, Leal are in, they're in it. Yeah. No, it's no, they're I mean, not. Ha- they're not. They're not. No, no, no. They didn't make the Champions League, did they? Okay, so you go for Shirky. Oh, maybe they did. I think they did. They did. Fuck so you, This is all... All, right, all right. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to go for Romagnoli from Milan. Oh, here right, we so go. I'll get a centre half there. Here we go. I'm going to go Casper uh, Schmeichel. Get him in goal. Yeah. All right. He's he's not in the Champions League. He probably yeah. will be next season, but he's yeah. not this season. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go for. Uh, I'm going to go for Decore from Watford. I like him. Yeah central midfielder i think he'd, he'd probably be good for newcastle yeah he'd improve them i'm gonna go for who is in germany uh who's in germany that's not rashika rashika rashitza i'll go for him i'll go yeah. for him decent Rashica. little decent little player there decent little player. yeah and then who's not there from italy oh, i've already done milan haven't i i'll tell you a good one from italy this Go is on. a combined answer kulusevski at palma oh what a got, i mean so, he's technically gone to you there but i'll give no 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 so you've got kulusevski greenwood uh um, schmeichel schmeichel romagnoli center back yep yeah decore we've done a good enough job on that i spent enough time on that ah. stupid question <laughs> uh stuart mcdonald gerard or skulls uh gerard yeah, oh man, I think Skulls was a more, I don't know, I don't want to say complete, this is hard. Gerard, I don't think was trusted in a two-man midfield. This is where actually Tactics Nick can get into my DMs. Ger- Gerard on Soccerbox recently spoke about when Benitez joined, he didn't play him in a two-man midfield and it hurt Gerard's feelings. And I feel Gerard's best work came off of Torres as a kind of attacking mid or second striker. Whereas Skulls... I think that was his best attacking season, though. Right. but like I think overall as a player. Yeah. Uh, but Skulls yeah, played in a two-man midfield with Keane and, you know, had a decade... Interestingly, of... though, at, at, the, at the beginning of his career, he played off the, for, off the front. He did, he, he did, Skulls. he did, and then he dropped back. A lot of people forget they about do, that. They do, they do. So A lot of him late in the box, headering yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh... yeah. So you're Gerard, I'm Skulls. I'm a Gerard, Fine. man. I'm Fine. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a Gerard man. Where's that? Is that deba- uh, debate? I've seen some silly debates actually recently, like Zidane or Ronaldinho. Mm. Are you asking me? Yeah, go on. Oh man, I think controversially Ronaldinho had a bigger, higher peak, but only a marginal peak higher. But Zidane, obviously, I've got to take his resume and his longevity. I think I guess it's got to be Zidane. And then there was Javi or Skulls as well. Oh, Xavi. 
not close to me. Shabby as yeah, well. Yeah. yeah, it's easy. Um, uh, quick one. FI Lambings, what percentage of money is it in the index do you think is A in cash balances and B in sell queues? Uh, so let's do it. Do this as a percentage of the market. Cap. Yeah. So percentage of market cap in sales sales queues are probably about eleven percent. Cash balances about three point two percent. I was going to go yeah three percent for cash balances and probably about seven or eight in sell queues. So we're not too far off. Okay. Um, football index SOTD. Our friend. Do you think FI will reward trader loyalty during COVID with another offer? We've actually covered that one. So let me pick another one. We have. Okay. Alex, we'd extend the bonus, yeah, yeah, wouldn't we? Yeah, pick another one. Um, Index Canary, I'm just doing these in order. How would you react if FI announced a reduced dividend structure of 531 at the end of April, or even a 321, and he does a little cheeky emoji? Um, I don't think they would do that. They would only do that if PB came back. So how would you react? Um, you haven't actually answered that. So how would you react? <laughs> <laughs> you've, got all, you've got all a member of parliament on me. Well, well I... I, I... I I think it'd be pretty silly. So you'd react poorly. Again, I'm trying. I'm trying probably, to say yeah. that. Okay. You'd... <laughs> probably. I mean, you've got to remember if if it was just three, two, yeah. one. That is the dividends that we had with. Like we used to have five p for one player mm. in the top two hundred alone. Mm. Like three years ago, four years ago. So if FI suddenly went, yeah, actually we're going back to our roots. I think a lot of people would be pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Because that's effectively what three, two, one would be six p. Yeah kind of you know yeah so we'd how would we react would both be upset Mm, 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 we would yeah i would so i hope you would too okay um mm, we were talking about this actually off the air just before got uh at dr mitchell fi at irish fi and then he's got his island flag Mm. Uh, how long do you think before the market fully matures and short-term trading is required to make any sort of big gains four to six years yeah i don't think I don't think we're. At, I don't think we'll be at a saturation point um, for many, many years. So yeah, four to six maybe sounds reasonable. But I don't believe you'll need short-term trading then as a as a tool to make money. I still think there'll be money to be made on very healthy yield returners and picking players that can kind of step up in their career from a kind of sub role to kind of a main starting role and keep earning. Yeah. You know? So I don't think there'll ever be a need for short-term trading to be the only tool to use. No, I was talking about this on the podcast recorded yesterday yeah. and it goes on Sunday. I keep doing this time travel thing whenever we record this podcast. But, you know, the reason why it's hard to make money on the traditional bookie is because predicting or modelling a 90-minute match mm. is pretty easy for a lot yeah, of is. traders, it is. It is. you know? Um, and then when we go to Betfair Exchange, mm. about 60, well, I was saying to this, you so about 60% me. of the liquidity yeah. is um, provided by, you know, Star Lizard and all yeah, these yeah, guys yeah. who are who are the smartest people on betting in the betting mm. world so then you're probably trading for about 37 percent of the of the rest of yeah, it that... in terms of the back and forth yeah that's right uh, um so with fi who is ever going to create a model that mm. accurately uh models a player's career it's in... 90 yeah. minutes is one yeah, thing yeah, yeah. Exa- exactly right like, like you know impossible if you talk about i don't know the indian premier league might be called off right a big cricket tournament i love and trade on if you're giving me a scenario you know, it's at Eden Gardens in Kolkata, uh, KKR, the Kolkata Knight Riders need uh, 30 runs off of three overs, two batsmen in that I know. I can price that very, very accurately, very, very quickly, because it's kind of a short period of time. And I've seen it so many times before. If you're asking me to model and price a player over the next 12 to 15 years, as you've said, my God, it's more or less impossible. I mean, even manager changes, right? If Klopp leaves, mm. I'm just pulling this out. If Klopp leaves Liverpool, I would reduce my holding on Trent Alexander-Arnold. Like, we've got so mm. many factors to think about. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It's really tough, isn't it? So, for me, I don't get the it will become short-term. No, I don't Because get that. I think that it still just be as hard to predict a player's long-term career. Yeah, agree with that. Um, let me ask you this. This was one from last week, which I've actually forgot to research. So we'll see how we get on with this. <laughs> this was from Robbo. We said we'd do it. Who is the worst player that is valuable on FI and the best player not valuable? Um... The worst player that is valuable. Let's do that one first. I want to look down the market, actually. Yeah. Who is the worst player? That is, that is the high. That is the highest. Yeah. Value. 
And this isn't actually to do with pumping or crashing prices because you can win. In terms of actual quality Yeah, this of is player. just like not index necessarily related, I don't think. So, um, yeah, who's the highest quality, sorry, the, low, the worst quality player in the real world that's valuable on FI? Uh, do you know who I'm going to go for? Go Number on. 11, Jack Grealish. Mm, it's not too bad a shout, is it? £5.57. Not too bad a shout. Uh, uh, I don't know if he's that bad, but I think Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Yeah. I'm... I, I think a lot of people still think he's quite young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, in terms That's of in terms of not necessarily him being really um, bad mm. player, but in terms of the way the pricing works on FI, for me, mm, mm. that's a surprise. Uh, the the best player who's the worst value, like the worst the best price. player, not valuable. Yeah, Bernardo Silva. I probably yeah yeah yeah. I, I think me. I think not Bernardo Silva is my answer. You actually win that. Well, I think you. I think you come up with two really smart. <laughs> Firmino as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've done. Yeah, you've actually come up with some very smart answers there. Well done. Some great, great mm. players that are just yeah, not yeah. not very highly priced, just for for index reasons alone, yeah, yeah. really, isn't it? Good answers. Um, is it's it your my turn? turn? It is my turn. Ah, uh, fuck. Uh... Shame, really. We get some very good questions, and uh, we could do it. Cy football index. Oh, it's oh, the timer. F- Fudge. All right, let's let's finish uh, what finish let's what go for this one. <laughs> this one, and then you okay. go for another one. All right, see why football yeah. index who was notoriously angry at me the whole of the quiz that we did. Foul mouth. Um... <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm not liking. Go on. <laughs> why is Kane not eight pound? Eight pound yeah. plus. Where's Kane got to go? I asked. I asked people. Yeah, exactly. He plays for Spurs. I think at... he's been a World Cup golden boot winner. So. You know, he's, if he does that again, I, I don't think there's going to be a, like a whole influx of dividends for that feat. Um, he, yeah, if, he needs a move to a much bigger club in the UK, I think. Otherwise, his media yeah. is limited at Spurs and the injuries are starting to build up. His stats on stats bomb and some of the radar bits and pieces, although I don't rely on stats alone, as we know, but they indicate a little bit of lack of uh, zip in his game and explosiveness. So... I think that's what's holding him back. And yes, yeah, but yeah, mm. you? But yes, yeah, sir. But we kind of have a lot of information about him. Yeah, like where's that like, next? He need, he would have to go to another UK club, you're right. Otherwise, you've got a finite win of dividends per year to me, it looks like. Like, what's he got left to do? You know, when I look at a Phil Foden, now, I could have picked any player. Someone, pick any player that hasn't made their England debut. If you time the buy right and they go on to play for England, You've got that whole media buzz that comes with it. Harry Kane doesn't have that. I guess he's captain, though, so he does have bits and pieces. But I just think we've got a lot of information. You, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Mm. Mm. All right, last one for me, and Hang I'm on, not going to... ask that one of me. Did yeah, I? Yeah, sorry, oh. you've got no more left. You've used your allotment. Bloody hell. Um, <laughs> you're the weakest yeah, link. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> I, I want to... Oh, there's some brilliant questions here. It's such a shame we never get... Uh, right. Have your views, trawlers for ballers... Have your views on optimal spreads FI should offer changed during this period? Are you surprised uh, IS is still switched off? There's a lot of parts here. And FI aren't picking up some of these players cheap, having seen the resilience of the platform. Um, so, shall I break it down? So, have your views on optimal spreads FI should offer changed? No. Okay. I think... Uh... I think my opinion has always been that they should try and keep them as as small as possible. Mm. Um, but obviously that is uh, on a player-by-player basis. And I actually think that a lot of my comments in hindsight, it'd be very hard to do that across 1,500 players. But if I should have the capabilities to do that, they could offer in some areas more generous spreads and in some areas more realistic mm. ones. So I, I think that it's not really changed my, my view. Mm. What's the other question? Are you surprised if Stella still switch off? Not really. No. No. Um. I, like, I don't... They, they could probably expen- experiment by putting a little bit of money behind some of those buttons and seeing if there's actually any sales. And, you know, are they happy to pick up Essential at whatever it is, six, seven pounds mm. now? Mm. Um, I don't know. And then what was the other one? Yeah, uh... 
having seen the resilience of the platform so far. No, I I, I still think you need to be cautious mm-hmm. if you're a fi. Yeah, I, I, before we've before we've got a date for football, c- caution I believe is the right pathway. I think they've handled it all so well. So wouldn't it doesn't surprise me it's still switched off. I've got no issue with it. Some of my sales have been going through nicely. Have your views on optimal spreads if I should offer changed? Yeah, I, I, it has changed for me. I think I've always been a very vocal that they've been very forgiving the spreads. And maybe that's mm-hmm. fair on a new platform and you want to be forgiving with them. But I wouldn't want them to go back to, I don't know, were they ever 3 4%? I don't know if there's a need to. I think this has kind of set us up with a mindset of how order books might look. Not saying it should be a silly 40%, but they could walk it back into 12 to 11%. I think that they'll keep them like this until... Or not like this, but not to the the five percent, mm, mm. the three percent until order books come mm, in. Mm. Um, what do you think? Um, yeah, I'd, I I think the same. Yeah, that's all, that, and that's what I would do. Yeah, yeah. So mm. I think that's all we've got time for. Pity. Though. It's 50, 50 minutes. Pity. We went, we went, we went five minutes over the time. I tell you what, I got one question for you, and I'm going to say goodbye to everybody. <laughs> if if I was on your show on a Sunday, and we said, look, get your questions in. How many do you think we'd get? <laughs> you know um, more than more than, more than, than 20 <laughs> no, 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 no. i was only saying that because people like i guess so many quick fire questions here but i believe if i was on uh, a long show probably no one would ask anything maybe it's the quick maybe it's the quick fire <laughs> nature they like maybe maybe you know what i think it's the um the traffic like emoji that you've been i think that instills yeah. fomo on the truck that on is the social line. media marketing 101 yeah. That is, if you if you guys are interested in some one-on-one Panda courses on social media marketing, then, you know, his DMs are open. Yeah. Thank you, Fee. Pleasure talking to you this week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and you, mate. Good to hear you sounding a lot more like a Radio 1 anchor. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for your sound help. And uh, have a lovely week, <laughs> and uh, we'll probably chat in a few hours. <laughs> on DM. <laughs> <All> <laughs> you right. too, mate. Cheers, everyone, for, for listening. Football Index is a gambling uh platform so only bet what you can afford to lose if you guys have any questions for future podcasts hit us up and uh, yeah thanks for listening leave a review on the podcast and all that good stuff stay safe everyone wash your hands <laughs>